Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to share something that you might find very uh, lighthearted and I hope you find it as funny as I do. So I occasionally have these little realizations that I get quite a kick out of them. And I tend to have them when I'm watching one of my favorite shows that I watch it pretty rarely. Um, I know it's not the X-Files. I'm talking about the show Absolutely Fabulous. And I was just watching an episode before I go to bed because I this evening I've just heard a lot of like really dark stories on the news and very detrimental, horrible, everything bad, bad, bad. So I decided to watch something funny before I went to bed to make myself laugh a little bit. And it was an episode of, of, I think it was the first season of Absolutely Fabulous. And it was, I think, the second to last episode called Magazine. And in the episode, they showed the mom. And I've seen a few episodes where she's done this before. And she's just sort of talking about things she's doing that day and what she's doing. And it's always all this off-the-wall wacky stuff and for whatever reason I remember another episode that I was watching and it may be the very first episode of the first season where the mom is talking about aromatherapy and acupuncture and uh, all these different things and healing arts and clairvoyance and all these different things and I saw this as an adult again. So when I was had moved back to North Carolina in 2018 and I was out of work and everything, that was one of the shows that picked me up and just made me laugh and brought me out of my super dark depression. And I realized in that moment, I connected to the show, not just because it's a show about a narcissistic parent who is emotionally abusive to her teenage daughter, but also in the sense that I grew up with a narcissist, but it's also that I relate to the mom's sort of wacky obliviousness in regards to myself. Um, And I feel like I'm almost like a, a walking, talking comedy skit who's oblivious to just how hysterical his life is. And I, I'm not trying to, I don't even know how this sounds to you guys, but like, think about it. Like, I have a a bachelor in history and I work for a court. I won't say who I work for, but I do like legal historical work. And I'm also a licensed massage therapist. And I went to, like in my early 20s, it was just party, party, party in the clubs all time. Um, My teenage years, though, were very shy, isolated, outcast, hung out in computer club. Um, But it's... It's very, um, I'm trying to think of the word, like I I did Underground Railroad history, Um, you know, as a tour guide for the Underground Railroad, and then I go and, you know, I, I have like all these different kind of interests or personality, like literally like telling you guys that I plan to, you know, to cure my boredom, I'm literally reading three to five books per shelf at the library. And when I was watching the show just now, and I was thinking that could easily be something 
of a comedy show, like a like a guy who smashes his car, and you know he's he's trying to cure his boredom and not fill it with alcohol, and he's decides to read all the books in the library. You know, it's like I'm not going to read all the books, but you know he's he has like a quest to do that and to talk about it on a podcast. And it's basically to cure his boredom because otherwise he's just gonna drink himself out the wazoo. I mean, it, it's almost like a comedy skit. Like I, when I was watching this episode, I just thought, "Oh my god, that's me!" Like the way that the mom was talking in this one scene to Patsy and her daughter. It, I was like, "That's that's totally me." Like it's it's so absurd. It's ridiculous. Like. You know, thinking that I was going to be triggered by a puzzle. You know, I was going to be triggered by glass not being in a case, not being in a box to put a puzzle in a frame. Like that's ridiculous. You know, it's it's just it's so many things. It's um, you know, writing a play and literally putting it on a stage about what happened to me. To a lot of people, that's pretty comical, and that's actually an episode of Absolutely Fabulous. The daughter does that, and I saw that again when I was writing my play and living in North Carolina about my upbringing. I saw that episode for the first time, and I think it's in the fifth season or something. But the daughter writes a play about her upbringing and how emotionally abusive it was, and the mom doesn't know that, and the mom goes to the play and like sees herself and is shocked by it because the mom makes her look just as ridiculous and narcissistic as she is and I told the people I was living with at the time Safi wrote a play she wrote a play about her her life and her upbringing and I was like that's what I'm doing and I was like this is insane this is this show is like about me it's weird it just is too strange but I just have to say like you know, I talk about like possible clairvoyance and psychic dreams on here and, you know, all my serious depression and being in a hospital and Bell's palsy and aromatherapy and um, it, it could easily be a TV show. Like I've told you guys, I want to do this writing for like a Netflix or an HBO or whatever the hell, Hulu. I would actually prefer Hulu. That's where all my favorite shows are, the X-Files and AppFab. But um you know, I've thought about writing and making a comedy about a narcissistic father who has Munchausen and he's a military guy and he'd be about my age on the show and his antics as a psychopathic person who uses Munchausen to get what he wants. Um, he doesn't use that on his kids. That's Munchausen by proxy. But what I've told you that I grew up with, you know, a a parent with Munchausen who's a male, it's a guy, which is kind of unusual, I think. Statistically, it's usually more women. But it would be a comedy. It'd be a comedy show. Um, and basically, it, you know, having an oblivious son who supports him and, you know, a daughter who's very bullheaded and feels that he's a fraud. Um, but eventually, the oblivious son would come to realize what's really going on. Um, you know, a very, but it'd be a comedy, you know, set in America. Um, and this guy is, you know, a walking, talking fraud um, using this Munchausen. And which I've learned recently is a psychopathic 
behavior. It's a behavior of a psychopath. Um, it's not a mental disorder. It's a psychopathic behavior, Munchausen. Um, but to make it a comedy, but I got to tell you, I just was, I got such a kick out of this episode because I was thinking, holy crap, all of this stuff that I'm doing that I've told you guys about, it's, it's comical. It's like, it's so ridiculous. Like who the hell does a, a history philosophy podcast, which I'm thinking of doing and is literally reading three to five books per shelf. Like it's almost like reading every book at the library. Like who, who does that? Like that's, that could easily be, it's just a whole, a comedy show. I don't know. It just cracks me up because I take these things very seriously and I know personally, cause I've had people tell me they're like, Ben, are you oblivious? Like, you know, I've had people say that over the years that I can be oblivious to certain things. Um, and I get a kick out of it whenever I, I become aware of how, how completely bonkers some of the things I talk about are. Um, I'm not saying me talking about complex PTSD is bonkers. I'm just saying some of the things that I do in my life, it's quite the comedy act. Like it's, it's really, it's massively wild. Like it's, it's super, it's super crazy sometimes. Um, and the show is just such a great example of it. But again, like I said, I was watching an episode at the season one. I think it was called, the episode's called Magazine. But it's on Hulu. That show's on Hulu. And I used to watch that show as a teenager and I always liked it. But I didn't know that I actually had such a connection to it. Growing up with a narcissistic, in a narcissistic situation where my abuser was a narcissist. Um, and completely self-absorbed super self-absorbed person, but I didn't know that that was why I was relating to it. And also there's a lot of things where I relate to the mom's interests. So when she was rambling on about, oh yeah, we're going to do this, 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 and it was all this super ridiculous stuff. I was like, God, that sounds like me. Like that's just super bonkers. Like, you know, I'm literally curing my boredom. Uh, by thinking about doing thousand piece puzzles and donating them to charity and, um, you know, literally reading all these books in the library and like three to five books per shelf. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. And I'm talking about like UFOs and, you know, just all these things that I think most people would be like, are you for real? You know, it's like, yeah, I am for real. Um, I'm the real deal here, but it's, it's just, it's, it's a little bit comical. Um, it's actually a lot comical. And it, I think it really helps to see that, you know, sometimes some of the stuff really gets me down and depressed and to have a show. And by the way, the woman who wrote this show and created it, Jennifer Saunders, when I joined my local poetry group about two or three years ago, they said, who are, who is your writing inspiration? And I put on my form when I signed up to join the poetry group to become a member. Um, it's a writer's society is what it is. Um, I put Jennifer Saunders as my inspiration um, because she's absolutely fabulous. Originally it was a play and it became this TV show. I think it was a play called mother and daughter and it became a TV show. And that's kind of my dream for my play is that it will someday be a TV show. I've wanted to do that for several years. 
I've talked about my play on here since I first started this podcast because we produced it on stage back in 2019. Um, and the play, by the way, was not about the father and the son. The, the play was about, um, and the Munchausen was never mentioned in the play. The, I didn't want the play to be about Munchausen. Um, but the father's narcissism and abuse was definitely shown in the play and his antics of getting what he wants. But, and he would usually just say the war. Um, you know, he would use that as his thing that you're not allowed to argue with. Um, the argument you're not allowed to argue with. Um, so the, the play was about a lot of different people. And the Munchausen was never mentioned because I think it would be distracting in regards to that play. But if I was going to do a comedy show, yeah, a script for a comedy show. And I'm thinking, I've told you guys about those two stories about the paleontologist and the astronomy story about the, the 11-year-old boy and the 11-year-old girl. Um, I'm thinking of putting those on the back burner and writing a script based off my play, but it would be a comedy. And that's what I would send to like a Hulu or an agent is a comedy show primarily about a father and son, but it would be the mom and the daughter, um, you know, your kind of nuclear family. But the dad is this, um, he's using Munchausen to, to get what he wants and there would be a lot of military aspect to it too, because the dad would be former military and a lot of his friends are still in the military, the Air Force. Um, and it'd be a comedy about how he is a pathological liar, the dad, and he has certain people fooled within the, the military and his friends, um, thinking that there's that he that there's something that he's sick with. Um that he got from a battle zone that he didn't actually get. He's making it all up and he's, he's lying to everybody, but it's a comedy show because it's about a psychopath of Munchausen. Um, but that's what my script's going to be. So, you know, all things come to, to those who wait, all good things come to those who wait. Is that what they say? So I'm going to start working on that. Um, probably next week, but like I said, I'm going to meet with that financial advisor Monday. Um, and I have one of my classes tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. One of my uh, counseling classes that I'm going to. And uh, back in October, I wrecked my car. So I've been taking the bus. And the reason I'm going on a Saturday morning is because it's the day bus. And I don't like the night bus. The night bus sucks. Um, so I, I'm taking the day bus. And that's why I've adjusted my massage therapy schedule at my massage job. So I can take the day bus. I've rearranged my schedule for that too. Um, so, you know, everything just takes time and everybody is where they are for a reason, um, including myself. But I just wanted to point out to you guys, and I wanted to mention it while it was fresh on my mind. It really lightened me up and made me feel better to see this, this one little episode, something so simple. But I thought these lines that she's saying in the show... I could easily see that in a script, writing a script about, you know, somebody trying to fill their boredom and it's a comedy show and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to uh, read all the books in the library. And someone's like, really? And they're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to mention a podcast. And, you know, people don't think that this is real. It's like, no, this guy's actually doing this. Um, 
he's being serious here. And they're like, you know, why don't you go out and take up a hobby or something or join a sports team or go to the Y, you know, it's like, nope, he's, he's going to read the books at the library. So I just, I just got a kick out of it. Um, cause I can be very, very oblivious, like I said. So I find it very humorous and I hope that you're laughing because I am. So I hope everybody has a good weekend. I'm going to be busy tomorrow, so I'm not sure if I'll do an episode. Like I said, I have that class at eight and then I'm going to be with somebody in the afternoon and I think Sunday I'm free, but tomorrow I'll be busy for quite a big portion of the day. And I'm actually going to buy a real frame for my thousand piece puzzle since the frame I bought didn't have glass in it. So I'm going to buy that tomorrow and hopefully get that hung up. Um, but I just wanted to share this with you because I think it's really important to uh, laugh at ourselves and really see the genius of this show that I've mentioned before. Um, it's right up there for me. It's it's my top. It's probably tied with my top favorite show. So, I mean, AbFab and X-Files are the two, two most my most favorite shows ever and they're thankfully both on hulu and hulu thankfully doesn't edit anything out they actually show you the scenes that were edited out when those shows were on television originally on television the scenes that got edited out for time or commercials hulu shows all of the stuff that got edited out even the most inappropriate scenes or the most kind of demented scenes if you're thinking about the x-files um but AbFab has a lot of very adult, inappropriate type scenes, and they don't edit any of it out, which I love. So I just wanted to share that. I, I got a huge kick out of it. Um, so I'm going to sleep pretty good tonight. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off. <laughs>